Charles takes heat from stake pool operators, and we hear from two operators who say they're losing delegators to the big guys. That's what's ahead on this edition of your Cardano Update. Hello everyone, I'm James Kiever with United Stakes of Cardano and this is your Cardano Update. Your second update for today, which wasn't exactly planned, but when there's news, we want to bring it to you as soon as possible. Charles was in the hot seat in yesterday's episode of the Cardano Effect as stake pool operators voiced concern about the lack of communication when it comes to parameters and delays. I mean, we're breaking ourselves to, to bring up hundreds and hundreds of pools, yet we're counterintuitive to that effort by, you know, and some of these parameters are going to knock those out. So we're kind of reworking and that's not something we're willing to redo, but having, you know, understanding those expectations and feeling like we've got a say, or at least being heard, I think that will go a long way. And I think and it's I, a morale issue, you know, cause it, uh, it absolutely it's is. Keep, it's hard to keep up. You know, you spent all that time in IT and all the time in the testing and then uh, all of a sudden, you know, we launch and we're anticipating, you know, 300 or so pools, we get 800 and then the stake is all going to that, like you said, that, that top percent and we're, we're scratching, you know, for, you know, three mil, four mil, five mil. And then it just keeps getting harder and harder every day, it seems. And we start losing delegation because people are jumping from these smaller ones up to these bigger pools. Charles took it in stride, though, responding to the concerns by acknowledging they have a point. First, with respect to the communication, you're 100% right. It could have been handled better. Uh, we decided to pivot when new information came to us, especially about the exchanges, as well as some software-related issues. And we said, okay, we need some more time. And I said, all right, well, I'll just just delay a little bit. And um, it's not going to be popular. Uh, it's going to piss a lot of people off make some people happy, but I felt it was the right thing to do, but I fully appreciate that there's another side to that. But it didn't stop there, as Cardano Effect host Philippe commented on the mixed messages he sees coming out of IOG, Emergo, and the Cardano Foundation. I feel like the message is is different for the CEF, Emergo, and IO Global. Like IO Global running 20 pools, and you're pledging anything from 500,000 to 5 million per pool. And then Emergo opened up, I think, four or five pools the other day. It might be four, might be five. I don't exactly remember. They're pledging 1,000 ADA per pool. Then you have the Cardano Foundation who are pushing stake pool operator courses. So they want to school operators to get as many people onboarded as possible. But the conversation that we had right now, we've established that at this moment, a lot of pools are not going to be generating blocks. The D parameter is not going to be community friendly for at least a while. So I feel like one organization is kind of setting up pool operators for failure because they're not going to be able to generate blocks for a long period of time. Another organization, Emergo, I mean, they're utilizing the protocol correctly, but they're pledging only 1K. And then you have IO Global doing this other business model. I feel like there's three separate things happening at the exact same That's time. That's a delicate way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Very delicate. <laughs> All in all, it was an incredibly civil and constructive conversation, and we highly recommend subscribing to their YouTube channel. It's incredibly valuable and often entertaining content all about our favorite cryptocurrency. Now, last week, we reported on Input Output Global starting 20 stake pools, staging a bit of an awkward situation between small stake pool operators bent on decentralization and developers with very deep pockets. 
Well, since then, Emergo has started their own stake pools, and some stake pool operators are crying foul. Joining us to discuss this is Keith with SafeStack, ticker S-A-F-E, and Lethesen with Ada Bros, ticker A-B-R-O. Gentlemen, thanks for being on the show. I apologize for the audio issues. We're just going to drive on. Lethesen, let's start with you. I read your Reddit post and had to reach out. Explain to our audience, if you would, the issue you're having. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we participated in the Shelly testnet, and then we were in the community testing and helping all the way from early days to the hard folk. And we, you know, we participated in the community by helping out. And then we did everything by the book to make sure we had a good and secure uh, stake pool. And it showed because uh, we were growing and we had about 1.3 million in stake at one point. Uh, what happened was that in the last three days, we seem to have lost half of it. And everyone seems to be shifting towards the bigger pool or the notable pools. And this is a problem because I think that this is going to drive down loads of the stake pool that are small to close them down. And then the staking is going to concentrate on big pools, which is the opposite of the decentralization that the Cardano embraces. Yeah. Now, Keith, you've lost quite a bit of delegated stake yourself. You mind sharing your story? Yeah. So uh, we had a good run up post the hard fork. Um, Though in the span of a few days, uh, we lost a third of our total stake to go from 3.7 million to 2.5. Uh, around the same time, there had been murmurs amongst the stake pool community showing that 20 IOG stake pools had a bit of a 2 billion ADA delegated in stake. Uh, and further, about four entities in our ecosystem held over 41% of all live stake. Now, this has effectively put the controlled stake to the hands of a few. Uh, and, you know, I remember Charles had a brilliant whiteboard video where he rebutted the decentralization of Bitcoin. Uh, effectively, the, the 10 mining operations were effectively running the whole show. Uh, yet we're, we're seeing something similar uh, play out before our very eyes. So, you know, it's no secret that the general sentiment amongst the stake pool operators, it just doesn't feel quite right. No, I, I agree. But to be fair, Charles did release a quick video last night where he again addressed the 20 stake pool issues. Let's take a look. As for the uh, global pools, as I mentioned, we're going to run them for August and September. But my goal would be to have a blending of private, public and uh, community delegation with that. And we'll publish that. What do you think of this, Keith? Are you good with this or is this too little too late? Oh, mate, I'm an optimistic bloke. Uh, still early days since the hard fork, and um, I'm glad Charles is starting to address our points. Uh, you know, after all, IOG have built the foundations that our entire community is standing on top of. Now, that said, uh, the past week really highlighted the need for more transparency. I mean, they've done so well leading up to Shelley. Uh, you know, we we're all subscribing to all the videos from Tim, Aparna, Kevin. Uh, so, you know, we, we want that again. Uh, and then on top of that, we want to see the cold, hard numbers. We want them to communicate it, uh, you know, in a good way for us. Because at the end of the day, you know, there are 20 pools, right? Public or private is effectively 4 billion in ADA when they all reach saturation point. Now, do they really need close to the 15% of the current supply? Um, you know, it, it's a question for, for us, really. Lothiesen, he's not really saying what he's going to do. He's just going to say that things are going to change. What do you think? 
No, I like to believe in Charles. He will do right by the community and the stake pool operators. He mentioned that they're going to see if they can run the pool through August and September and then figure something out. So it's too early to tell. Let's wait and see what happens in two, uh, two months. Uh, it's very obvious what they're doing. They're running an experiment, uh, setting various different pools at, of pledge, various pool margin. And at least one good thing that came out of it is that they're setting the standards for what ought to be a right pledge level. So people should see that running a 0% pool is not efficient. It's not going to make anything um, for anyone in the long term. And they're going to raise the levels anyway. So at least here now, it's obvious to everyone who are delegating the top pools are 5%. Oh, around that, on average. Now, one idea Charles floated during the Cardano effect last night was, or yesterday was very interesting. Let's check this out. You know, we need to also start building some infrastructure for stateful operators to have almost like uh, their own union or their own constituency or, or consortium so you guys can better communicate with the rest of the ecosystem. So I started talks with the Cardano Foundation specifically about this. And it would be nice to see uh, some form of like sub-foundation or, or guild or something like that. Luthiesen, is Charles onto something here? Do you think this could be part of the solution? Oh, I definitely think he's onto something. Uh, the whole idea of um, stake pool portfolio as well as forming guilds, I think it's definitely onto something. In fact, I love the idea so much. When he posted the video on the Telegram group, I replied immediately saying, I'm going to run with it. I'm already speaking with a few people and see if I can put together something. Nothing substantial yet, just running some ideas around, but I think we might be onto something here. Because it's going to allow the state, small state pool to be part of a bigger picture. Keith, what about you? Yeah, so I'm glad there is a start. So, uh, you know, the, the, the union, the guild, that, that recognized body is a good good way for state pool, the state pool operators to band together and then form a voice. Uh, the portfolio idea is also good. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm glad that Charles is actually thinking about it. Uh, he's communicating that. Um, there's obviously a lot more to do. Um, you know, it's, it's very paramount that given that guild, that entity, we have the ability to have all the voices being heard, uh, not just you know the, the top stakeholders, obviously. So it's a very uh, it's a very tricky subject. We need to make sure that there is a bit of diversity, both male and female voices of all kinds of backgrounds are included in that. Well, gentlemen, it sure is interesting watching all these developments. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to us, and we hope to have you again on soon, and hopefully we'll get all these audio problems squared away. Thank you so much for having <laughs> no worries, James. Cheers for your time. All right, everybody, that does it for us today. We've got another episode coming your way. It's going to be a good one where we tackle another huge issue in the space. It's scheduled for tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but you don't need me to tell you that. You can simply subscribe to our YouTube page, hit that bell notification, and through the magic of notifications, YouTube will let you know it's ready for your viewing pleasure. Now, if you enjoyed today's content, please like the video, and if you're really impressed with what you see, consider staking with us, United States of Cardano, ticker USA01. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.